to the Comic Book Wars podcast. Brought to you by comicbookspeculation.com or something. Something along those lines. I'm Jim Linguini, obviously. Um, these guys are about to introduce themselves, but uh, that's all I want to say. Okay, hi. Hi. <laughs> hey, what's up? It's Sleepy John. I've been uh, struggling all day to come up with a movie. We had a question from one of the viewers and uh, viewers, listeners, and I've been struggling. But I think I got something good, and we're going to talk about it in a little bit. I'm Nico, your weekend update correspondent for comicbookspeculation.com. It's good to be here. Hey. Yeah. So, I think so we'll, what's going on this week? Let's let's start it off with well, with the What's big hot news. this week though? What's yeah. hot? Yeah, what's hot? What's hot? Wednesday. What's hot on Wednesday? I love these graphics I stole. I should have found like better graphics or tried to find like make my own, but whatever. That would have took some work. Um, yeah, so what's hot is that, that, that I'm seeing all over the place, which is crazy. I feel bad for retailers because everybody's talking about these recalled DC issues. And uh, I see uh, all my local shops that I follow on Facebook are posting, hey, uh, we did not get them in our shipment. Please don't come in looking for them. Stop calling. We did not get them. <laughs> What do you, have you guys seen this? Well, I'm in a what? DC retailer group or like the DC secret Facebook retailer group. And um, there's a bunch of people just posting things like, uh, uh, like, I don't, I don't know like why people keep phoning. Like I keep having to say like, no, I think we're just turning our phones off this week and <laughs> um, because people keep phoning and asking if they'll sell them these books. So like stores are having to put out like disclaimers saying like, no, we don't have any, don't, don't come here. I mean, I, uh, speculators are apparently that annoying. So. Do you re- like? Do you remember uh, maybe two years ago when stuff like this would happen, Jimmy? I know you remember the. So that was mind the gap. Jeez, no, I'm thinking of the Justice League 41, the Lex Luthor cover that had the wrong number on. That it. was only at like Barnes and Nobles. Barnes and, stuff, and Noble, though, right? yeah. yeah. But you and remember when that happened? Uh, I don't think it was as the market was as rabid in as uh, the. The sites weren't as many as they are now. Well, I remember we found out about it. We found yeah. out about it. I, I drove to Buffalo and I got like, I think I got five and I, I had trouble selling them, but I sold them for like 30 or 40 bucks a piece. And that, and it was hard. And now you see like these, these ones that are apparently coming out this week that are selling for 30 bucks. Right. So it's just, Oh, I uh, saw sets selling for over a hundred. Really? Well, if you guys haven't been following, because we didn't really explain yeah, this Yeah, right. we didn't really tell you what the, um, what the deal was. Supergirl and uh, Supergirl 33 and Superman uh, 14 are recalled this week. Not that one, this one. And they're recalled allegedly because of the Year of the Villain banner, because apparently the stories have nothing to do with that, but for some reason the cover Bs are also recalled, so it's a little suspect of a reason. And then... Um, this is the new cover for uh, Superman. I don't think we have the new cover for. Um, yeah, we did, but but at, at any well, rate, it might uh, be one of these. But um, yeah, I, don't it know. Is, I see. I see Year of the Villain on it, so that I'm I'm confused. I know that's that. what I didn't get. That was the new art that I saw. That's the new one right there. Dan Didio did a, a video on Facebook explaining why they were being recalled, and it's because of apparently the banner. 
I, that was mainly because people were wondering, are, are we supposed to destroy them? Why are people selling them? What what can we do? And, and that, but uh, what he said was that they're going to be sold on an honor system. Or, well, they're not sold, sorry, they're not sold on an honor system. Uh, you have to tell Diamond if you destroy them or not. But Diamond isn't going to ask you for pictures. And he said that they already have a list of retailers that they've, they've caught selling them or pre-selling them and that there will be consequences. Uh, he didn't say what they were. He said that dun, he's, dun, like, dun. He said that he's yeah. talking to Diamond to see what they could possibly be. But uh, that seems to be the, the goings-on right now of uh, the two books. And uh, it's, retailers it's are asked to destroy them on site. So, I mean, whatever. So... Uh, I did I did check the ones that were sold and I noticed some of the uh, bigger retailers that were that were had already sold some then there was some other ones that were just like uh, could be anybody but uh, what were the bigger retailers though jetpack jetpack had sold some really uh, oh okay yeah I mean they're they're very they're, jetpacks on top of it is in terms of uh, selling to the secondary market people they they have a lot of good now I don't know what their relationship is with uh, Forbidden Planet, but they have a they do a lot of good variant books, uh, books that have a lot of potential, a lot of independents that have potential. Some get hot, like the Die Virgin variant. They were they did that one that got super hot. Um, the thing that interests me is so some of these stores pre-sold them, or some of these uh, online people pre-sold them, and then today we're hearing that they were being taken out because a lot of people thought they were by the time it got out, they'd be in their diamond order for the week and it, it was already in transit. And what we're hearing today is that when their boxes arrived at retailers, they had been pulled out. So diamond was able to get some of them. What I'm hearing is East coast people. Um, and also key collector posted something about East coast people not getting some. I heard, People on the West Coast, on, on my own, I heard that uh, they were getting them. So, but Key Collector also doesn't. posted that um, Diamond is going to make retailers destroy them, and DC said that it's going to be done on the honor system, and that they hope everybody goes through that. But I don't think that means like they have to send them proof. So that there will still be copies out there. I, I think there will still be more out there than than you might imagine. The retailers saw... might just sit on it for a few months until there's no traceable. Can I mention one thing about like um, how terrible uh, DC and uh, like Marvel are at encouraging behavior? So no one responds uh, to Punishment, who's uh, not like a nine-year-old child. If they wanted to encourage the books to be destroyed... They could have done what Marvel did back in the day with like the Siege book and the other Deadpool Wolverine variant. You know, yeah. send us the covers. We'll send you this special book. It wouldn't have cost them much of anything. People would have loved it. There would have been all kinds of buzz around I it. Everybody would have cooperated. Uh, but instead, it's you people. We can prove that you sold them online, and there's going to be consequences. And I think I mean, the difference is me. that now. Uh, the the actual publishers have gotten have distanced themselves so far from the production and shipping of comics that they don't want to have anything to do with having to receive something back that is a physical comic. I mean, they don't have anything could to have do with the an process email. at all. Diamond would have cooperated with. That. I mean, they could have received an email. Send them the diamond. 
Some, you know what I mean? Like, well, that's the problem. Like, and I don't, you know, I don't know back when that uh, the Dark Horse uh, or the yeah Dark Horse Star Wars was it only Diamond then? It probably was at that point, but that was kind of early on in the game. Now Diamond has solidified themselves as the monopoly, and there's no competition. Back then, it was kind of early in the game as far as there being they just came out of there being two. Uh, distributors now they had gone to one i don't know maybe that was even part of it like diamond wanted to say hey look we can prove ourselves give me some i don't know i'm just throwing something crazy out there i can't imagine they want to deal with that though because they're they're so now moving towards the digital age so i don't know there's definitely a limited window though with these books i mean i don't, I don't see it lasting that long and then maybe like in two years and CGC nine, eight, they'll do well again. But, um, well, do you we'll think see. that's the other question? Uh, do you think CGC will grade the errors being yes. that they were told to? Yeah. Cause they, yeah. they, um, they recently did that with, with one book, right. That they were not going to grade it. Yeah. Uh, well, no, I'm, was, no, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. It was, it had nothing to do with that. It was that faceless nude cover. They weren't going to do the graphic. Oh, yeah, and, then, and same with and the savage, see, the savage dragon, uh, one as well. I don't think. Oh, what about, the, what about the dead rabbit? No, no, they'll grade those. Okay. <laughs> Even though that was recalled. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, it just, so CGC, the line uh, is drawn at like, well, let me, uh, Bob's and Vagines. Let me put my finger up to the wind and uh, see what what I feel like today. Now you can. There's a lot of CGC books that you you can find that are very graphic. I think they just change their tone as they want to, depending. Yeah. All right. Well, the other book that was super hot uh, coming out the gate was is this Once in Future, which we have talked we talked about it last week, and and I was mistaken as to why I did not like the book. Uh, Jimmy, you had brought it up, and why don't you like the book? Uh, so I thought it was something to do with, uh, like you know, uh, King Arthur or something like that. Um, then when I looked at the cover again, I remembered I don't like it because it's a young white guy and an old white lady is the is the uh, main characters of the book. I mean, does that really interest people? Like, it, it says <laughs> no, it says nothing to like the current culture of comics that we're in. Now, I'm not saying like that it, You're a it weird needs guy. to Well, I'm just saying like how does that appeal to me? Like I don't, I don't how does anything appeal to anybody? Well, so you read it's... it and you see if you if you like it, but I'm telling you right now like the imagery of it it just it does nothing for me. And then there's this guy like who's is he going to kill these white people? I mean, he's coming. I've never heard anybody describe comic books like that before, John. Well, I'm just saying that's why that's what turned me off on it as a speculator. Maybe it's a fine read, but <laughs> just put me out. Just put me out there. Yeah, no, I want I want to see me. who's saying this. Oh, I'm just saying I'm straight up didn't interest. But yeah, you. so it's um, selling it's selling. When you well. had a book like Die, you know, that got that Carrie Gillen wrote as well, uh, it had an interesting premise to it. Or it just, you know, and it had great art. I mean, this. Right? What's it? Uh, I don't know. Is this one? This one's what? Fully returnable. Maybe. It's a mini series. It's into its third printing. If somebody is returning um, this book at this point, they. I think that, 
they have a horrible shop that <laughs> nobody that they should just close up. Well, and the first prints are going for gone ten to the, thirteen bucks. Uh, I think this on the third print. The second print is the one that you also want to look for because I mean the the print the print run must not be very high on that one. No, and there's also it has a short FOC window for that definitely. There's also this one, which is the advanced uh, preview edition that was given away at San Diego Comic Con, or maybe it was sold or something. Yeah, I don't know good luck exactly how that one was, but those ones seem to be selling well. But so it is this one. It was given away is, at uh, a panel. I put that. I had that on the. Um, oh shoot! I don't know if I, I ended up putting it on the SDCC uh, post on the website. You didn't. didn't. Oh okay. Because there was no, they weren't telling how they were releasing it. They just said how much is that one released? run? It's like it's selling for 80 bucks last time I checked. But the other one is this uh, This is the one per store retailer thank you appreciation variant, kind of like the Spawn one. Mm, but how much? Boom. So uh, that I, uh, Midtown had one for 220 and it sold. Jesus. And another yeah. one sold for about 100 bucks. So uh, 80 bucks for the panel variant, 220 for that fucking piece of trash. You got That one me. looks good. Well, first of all, I mean, this, one is, this one is virgin art. So I, I don't know, man. The the Ooh. panel preview looks terrible because it has the big banner on the top and Who it's the same. Cares? Oh yeah, and well, it's and it's um, as Ben though. as Ben Sable. That's what out, I care about. Uh, the yeah. third print also already sold out, and uh, it's now into a fourth printing. Anybody read this? Uh, it's also a mini. Sure. It's also a mini series. One was uh, FOC only six for third print yesterday. So I mean, that's why I, I they just reopened it. I don't know. What, yeah, what, I, saw dude, I don't know. Selling it for cover today, so. Maybe maybe um, FOC was yesterday and people still hadn't sold out of it. Could maybe. Be. I'm maybe. not sure. Maybe. What do you like to know? Finkel is Einhorn. <laughs> no. Um, so, you, so, so we... Maximum yeah, so Carnage came out this week. Did you, did you guys read it? What came out? So A bunch of these more Carnage books? Maximum yes. Carnage came out this week. Did you guys know. read no, it? What the heck is Maximum Carnage? Absolute Carnage? Yeah, didn't right. it come out this week? No. Oh, I don't know. Last week? They I have, the, yeah. I'm pretty sure it came there out this were, week. No. A Absolute Carnage number one came out last week. Oh. A bunch more of the one-shots came out this week. Correct. Which oh. it was there's hilarious. The yeah, there's two Scream ones. What are they? Do you remember the titles? I, I passed on both It's just called Absolute Carnage Scream is one. Um, which has a couple, which has a couple cool variants. There's a Mike Allred one in 25, and there's a uh, Mike Allred one in 25. <laughs> there's a Ryan Brown one in 50, and a Ryan Brown one in 50 variant. Which he's kind of pissed about Ryan Brown. Uh, he like I started noticing him, and then he got real popular all of a sudden. Uh, he had he is. He had done uh, some covers for V Wars. They were really good. Uh, Marvel obviously snatched him up quickly when they saw that he was doing good work. I'm surprised there wasn't more store variants before he got snatched up by Marvel. There was a couple. But he did a, uh, he's got a Virgin. All of these are selling about ratio, so I, I wouldn't be running out trying to grab them. If you can get them below ratio, sure. Yeah, and I mean, then Scream's were... first appearance isn't moving. Uh... For any big number, all of a sudden, yeah, either. which is well, which she, becomes a, she becomes a different character in this one, right? Doesn't she become? Or isn't it? No, like no it's new... not out yet. How would I know? Okay. I didn't read it. I got a copy downstairs. I don't really like the covers. The all red uh, one I don't like. The Ryan Brown one I like. I would buy it for like ten bucks or something. I, I don't, I don't get into the whole trade dress virgin 
50, 100 variants. It's just. No, totally what's, there's ridiculous. another one too, right? Or did I just separation, pass on it? Separation anxiety. Thank you. Maybe uh, I have that one and I don't have the screen on it. I don't know. I grabbed one. And that one, on the has, that one has like uh, all of the lethal protector characters that had their first appearance in four and five. Uh, like some of them that were in the movies, in the uh, Venom movie. There's a one in fifty Clayton Crane, which is pretty nice, but it's not. Neither of these are, are none of these are really doing that well. But uh, I like the covers. I think the art is good. Um. Oh, so the one thing that came out today about those uh, Absolute Carnage number one that came out last week. There's some Mark Bagley sketches in the back of some of them. Twenty. Where do you find them? them? Apparently, it's on like the last page. Uh, that's what I was reading. I couldn't tell by the, the images that they posted. It looked like a sketch cover. Uh, Jimmy? Yeah, I don't know if it was like an extra an inserted page or what exactly. Yeah, it looks like it's extra an extra inserted page, so it would be an alt-new variant altogether. And then CGC would blue label that anyway. So, I mean, I think there would be some great collectability on those books. But it's on the inside of the book. Yeah, sure. Why would still... you get it graded if you can't even see the damn thing? It's inside of the book, so you have to open the book to see it anyway. So. Well, I'm just saying, why would you get it graded if it has a sketch on the inside you can't see? Because it's going to sell well as a blue label variant that only would they, like, there's only 20 of. Crack would, it out. If you ask them, would they fold the cover backwards and shut and up. slap? Shut, shut up, John. How are you, you supposed really, to see you know, the sketch? You know it really pissed me off this week, and it pissed How me off today. To it pissed me off today more than anything. Um, a lot of things did, but. Uh, last week we talked about Coffin Bound number one. It sold out and, and it went to a second printing. I ordered a bunch of copies last Sunday from Midtown, and uh, wouldn't you believe it? They sent me a message today saying that they were they were limiting my order to just one because it was a one per order item. Like what the fuck is that about? <laughs> anyway, my point is that like me and the Jimmy Linguini Brigade. Are completely disavowing Canceling themselves. the order entirely. Yeah, that's what I told them, but they haven't responded. I'm completely Peaceful disavowing bastards. Midtown Comics and their online website, <laughs> and uh, I, don't, I don't recommend it. I don't suggest people use it. Uh, Wait till like, my book comes but, back that they said was near mint when I sent it in for grading. Oh, Let's see what that one comes back as. Whatever. Oh. Yeah, you're one of those. Anyways, I just want to say that I, <laughs> I completely, I completely disavowed, oh. disavowed. Um, hey, uh, can I ask you a question about this one? What do you guys think about the one in 500 uh, store variant for Coffin Bound number one? I think I might have messaged you about that. Like, there's, hey, a one in, there's a one in 500? No, there's a, there's a one of, Oh, there's a few. There's a few, though. Oh, there's a few. Yeah, there's one. I, didn't know. There's, I think there's like four I thought there was one that was like, I think. who knows how many fucking copies there are. Oh. And then there was no, another they're one. No, they're all 500. Like, uh, so Tell me is, more. They're all 500. I think the one that, that you're talking about, um, Jetpack, was actually selling. We talked about earlier. They always get like the good image books. As well, very, it's a black and white. There's a black and white one ish, or like maybe a black, yeah. gray and black one. And that cover's fucking ugly, but that's the one that I've seen limited to 500. And then there's the other one that's from. Yeah, there, um, as Ben Sable said, there's a. We brought it up last week. There's that convention variant one that was available at the Greece convention. That's. Uh, that Which was is the book to have? Made one, yeah, and it's in magazine size, and it's all hand signed. And uh, number Did you say at the Greece convention? Yeah, it was at a Greece comic convention and one other comic convention. Oh, oh my god! 
Yeah. I thought you meant I said movie Grease. Yeah. I thought uh, you meant John Travolta was there. The and then Sandy was there and she was yeah. all crying about stuff. If you can get the SS Travolta coffin bound, your money. Your money. He is, yeah. he is appearing at Fantasy. Money, Expo, baby. Is, yeah. told, it's uh, leather it's, bound. I was just told $150 and uh, my books can get signed. And I said, pass. Ooh. All right. So $150. Next. That's not bad. Next. What? Next what? Next topic. Oh. Well, whatever. I just had to disavow them, okay? Sorry. No, Jimmy's not putting any of the covers up. I'm so confused. What covers do you want to see? Um, Next. I put this up. That will... Next. We already saw it. I put it. this up. I put, we were talking about Once in Future. I don't Next. have any pictures for disavowing Wolverine Midtown. Version. I have this one. This is like disavowing Midtown. That's a good image, right? <laughs> Oh, That's the impact. My, when comic book man, speculation dot com My near mint angry. copy back. Where's my That's coffin down? Nope, this is near mint. We're not. You're not allowed to send it back. Don't worry, that fucking book will. But yeah, you said. No, first of all, yeah, just what, the odds of anybody fucking just like about little that book bird. Those books are going to be good books. No, whatever. You don't. What? What? Do no you one's going to give a fuck. Just focus on your vintage Mark, bullshit. Yeah, okay. Yeah, mark my fucking. It's uh, August 13th. I think this is where John was going. He wanted to talk about Wolverine, he said. So I imagine it's... Oh, it's a great cover. Greatest cover ever. Look how... Yeah. What's wrong with this? It's Dave Wilkins, dude. You know I mean, I like Dave Wilkins. That is not his finest work. It's not as good as the first print cover. You could get rid of, uh, like, I don't know, Wolverine and Blade and just keep the red... And yeah. the moon and the trade dress. Yeah, winner. there's like, is there bats flying off of it? Is it like a I vampire? Bats. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty sweet too. I agree. Okay. The other stuff just looks rushed. It could have been exceptional. So I looked through the whole book, like trying to figure out if it was reused art, but that those, uh, those poses are not in the comic. But the shade, like the coloring on them, does look like it would be his interior work from the comic, where, you know, like, uh, his cover art is painted really nice. This looks like digitally colored stuff. So I'm assuming it's throwaway art from the book or something. Maybe he did some panels. Maybe he did some panels that didn't get accepted or they didn't use them or something. And you think but they weren't using it as a cover? I think they like mashed up some images. <laughs> I don't know about the background. I don't know where that came from. It's just shitty line work. Like, who the fuck inked this? All I know yeah, the, is, like, the I, I, is what throws it off. I was on the CGC boards. And, well, um, good for you. And I mean, I think it's a really good place to buy books. But it's yeah. also, like, I'm very impulsive. And so I, I purchased this. Um, this After Dark number one CGC book. It's, uh, it's signed by Wesley Snipes. And it's also signed by, like, the, the writer or director of, of Training Day or something. Wonderful. What, what comment? What? Anyways, that was publisher. my story. Like, you want to talk? What publisher? Radical is Comics. That? They did like oh, a bunch of books that were like directed by. Comics. So there were ones like like mm. Fat Young or Chow Young Fat had one, and, and um, Guy Ritchie. Anyways, my point is, I like uh, Guy Ritchie. I, I, I would rather buy that than this, and I did. Well, well I agree. Were they the same price? This one cost four ninety nine. So Whatever. did that one. They're Whatever. Just, oh. you, you got to move the decimal point. <laughs> you yeah. get a. You get an SS Wesley Sipes for four ninety nine. Yeah, you just move the decimal point. <laughs> what do you guys think about this? Wa- the Watcher from Zenoscope. Um, I did see that it sold out at a few online retailers. And it it sold like, out at Diamond too. 
The only reason I looked at it was because I saw this cover. It's uh, Marco Mastrazzo. Is that this one? Yeah, that's the yeah, A that's cover. Gorgeous. And then there's yeah. this B cover. And that's the J Anacleto. Yeah, I mean, that's, it's pretty, but it would only so be like gorgeous if it wasn't for, if the A cover didn't exist. Remember yeah. that other Xenoscope number one, though, like from like two or three months ago that sold out yeah. and was selling well on release, and now it sells for nothing? Yes, yeah, so it was I'm, like um, conspiracy or something, wasn't it? Yeah, that's what it was called, conspiracy number one. So I think these books have like a very limited window. So, but yeah, and and they're also not, they're I nice. will say, if you can find this tomorrow, if or the B cover, the B cover has sold for thirty bucks, and it's not even ratio. Yeah, they're all people, open order books. I think it's just like because there's Zenoscope that people are going to order one of each. There's also a blank. Um, and it's only a three-issue miniseries. What the hell is it about? It's about this. So I'm glad that you asked. Thanks. Uh, this that. is going to lead into our our um, our listener question about what our favorite movies are. Whoa. Uh, yeah, I know. So it's about a family who moves in, and the they, a cover there has the the priest on the front who is the dad. They move into a house that's like supposedly haunted, and this, the daughter can't sleep, and she keeps getting wrapped up at night thinking about things. And then, two two kids at her school mysteriously die, and she thinks it might be the neighbor, and she's questioning like if the house is haunted or something. And it's only three issues. Like, isn't it going to take at least at least one issue to set the story up? At least it's Xenoscope, man. This just expect? goes straight. Well, I, I I don't know. I've never read one. You t- how do they go, Jimmy? Um, I don't. I only read like a few. I I mean, I had like the original art of Grim Fairy Tales number one, and I mean that just reading those like the original art pages was just tedious because it was just so stupid. If those I, Xenoscope is, I, I don't get it. But well, if people like it, good for them. So it reminded me of a movie because we had a question from a listener who said. If you were trapped on a, <laughs> Jimmy, let me know if I'm saying this right. If you got, if you got on a shipwrecked island, now, you need to and, preface this with this was like nerdcast.com or some shit, right? Wow, what the hell was it? Uh, we don't, we don't do that. I don't know. No, I, said I said that to you guys earlier today, and I'm not very offended that you don't, you didn't prepare and, and write down. Uh, if you're, work. if you so I, I, a, let's just apologize to him. We have, I, I know sure what the We have a new website apparently because we're now on, um, we're now on Spotify and we're we're waiting for approval on Apple, uh, but we're also on Google, uh, uh, Google Podcasts. So we're on a bunch of podcast apps now, and because of that, we have a website where you can ask us questions. So we we've gotten one or two. One was John uh, being a loser. What? Uh, pretend, oh yeah, sorry, that wasn't you. That was an old well, lady. Talking, a crush on you was my, John? my point is there's a there's a link down down there. It's like anchor.fm or something. Uh, I'll have it at the end of the show and you guys can leave us messages and ask us questions. And uh yeah. So sorry, what was the question that we got, John? If you were stranded on a on an island and you couldn't and you didn't have phone power to or, or it's signal, if you didn't have a signal to, to reload your uh, library, what one movie would you have on your phone that you wouldn't get sick of? And it made me think of a movie that I wa- just watched this weekend. 
And I was telling Nico about this earlier, about my, uh, my TV watching capabilities here at my homestead. Uh, it reminded me a lot when I read the, the premise for this comic book, The Watcher, reminded me of a lot of that about a neighbor who's a little bit nosy, maybe uh, in your business a little bit, may have killed some people. Uh, and in the end of the day, they, uh, the, the family had moved into town. They had this nosy neighbor, may have killed some oh, people. But, but they, oh, I like where you're going with that. That was not, that was not what I was thinking. Oh. Um, great movie, though, great movie. Um, it's called Karate Kid. You may have oh. heard of it, you may not have. Uh, Mr. Miyagi, the, you know, uh, Ralph Macchio and his mom move into town. Um, he's getting picked on at school. He didn't know anybody. Mr. Miyagi just shows up one day. He's inside the kid's house all of a sudden. Uh, where's the mom at? She's at work. Why is Mr. Miyagi inside the house with the kid? Uh, Load, he's there to fix the sink. Uh, we all know where these movies <laughs> usually go. But at the end, then, uh, you know, Karate Kid where, keeps where, getting where picked on. Karate Kid, Karate Kid keeps getting picked on, and then one day, <laughs> sorry, sorry, wait, wait, and then Miyagi. No, 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 time out, time out, time out, time out. No, 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 time out, time out. What? What? Are, are you just giving the synopsis of Karate Kid right now? <laughs> I, I'm saying, I'm saying, I think, I think this show, I think this comic book, The Watcher, stole the synopsis from Karate Kid. Okay. So. That's interesting. So, yeah. so is that the, that's the movie that you picked? That's your answer? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Okay, that's it. my answer is Lethal Weapon. Obviously, what's your answer, uh, George or Nico? That's the end of it. Jeez. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not giving you a long answer. Oh. Like, oh, okay. I mean, I don't know, dude. If I had to like pick one movie to watch as I died on a desert island, is that the yeah, basically? Yeah, well, I mean, you wouldn't die. Like, that's the problem. You'd, you'd you wouldn't die. die. You'd have to. Keep yeah. Watching. So imagine it's like it's purgatory. Oh, you can't die. Groundhog You're just stuck. To, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's Groundhog Day. Okay. I'd probably find pornography. No, you only get one movie. Jeez, so is that what it is? It's going to be one, pirates. Yeah. You're just going to watch one. one, one. You're just going to watch pirates. Oh god, that would be terrible. Because pirates? isn't pirates like the first Blu-ray porno? I don't know. I stopped watching porno after that one. No. Don't know. I think it was in three D. <laughs> Not sure. I don't even know what. No, nothing. It's called. Pirates. I mean, okay. you're stuck on a desert. I'm like, what am I gonna watch? Chevy Chase for fucking all of eternity? Like, yeah. Here's another. Yeah, at least it's got a plan. With Caddyshack, in the sun that I can you barely obviously get Animal Farm. So, anyways, you should definitely use the website that I haven't put there yet, but I will at the end of the we show. We will not respond. And you can ask. And you can ask questions, and and we can add questions. Like What's going on with um this Valiant book? Can I talk about bad questions for one quick second? What's, oh gosh! Some I people say that there's no such thing. You start as off. Question. You start off talking about. I, first of all, that was our that was our first question. I thought it was. Some people good. say that there's no. We such didn't thing even know you could ask questions, question. so I thought it was good. Um, I a very good question. Some people say, and it related to current I'm comics not, coming out tomorrow. Some people say there's no such thing as a stupid question. I but beg so, to differ, and I'd like to explain why. I'd like to explain why, and it's far more important than this fucking valiant book. You ready? Hit me with it. Police officer knocks on the door of a uh, home in a residential neighborhood. 
uh, young boy, probably under the age of 10, answers. He's smoking a cigarette wearing uh, what appears to be uh, a woman's uh, bra and panties with stockings. What? Um, and lipstick. The police officer asks the and child, a tell -all. are your parents home? The kid says, what the fuck do you think? There are stupid are you reading questions. excerpts of from your diary? Like, what's happening right now? <laughs> the story of young Jimmy Linguini, a.k.a. What is happening? What? There are dumb questions. You don't give a fuck about, like, what what movie what? would you watch on a desert island? Like, that's the first worst of all, question First ever. of all, a few things. One, what was one we could have said before we went. Two, isn't that, like, that's really mean to say to our viewers who sent in, who sent yeah. in questions. Do better. We want to encourage <laughs> questions. We want to. Yeah. That was our first one. Terrible. So what if it was a great question? Then will we say, uh, just stop. You thank can't you. just top that one. No, it's a thank you. That was amazing. Yeah. Wow. Really insightful. Thought provoking. Had a lot I'm, to do with I'm comments. Disappointed speculation. disappointed in you. If you were stuck on so, Desert Island. Next. Yeah. We were going on next, and then you you. I'm sorry. Away. What's going on with this? Oh, Johnny? No, nothing's yeah. going on with that. I just I just like the. Uh, That's a cool cover. I thought it was pretty awesome. Um, yeah. The artist is um, Orzu. Who's Orzu? She's Orzu. O R Z U. Oh. Uh, she's done a, a number of covers for this. Uh, it's not taken off or anything. I liked her work. It's kind of. It's like. Her her work kind of reminds me of like David Mack mixed with um, uh, shoot who's the uh, graffiti artist Jimmy who does uh, Telmundo uh, uh, no 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 who does like uh, girl socks and stuff um, what kind of it's kind of it does girls you know, oh girl scouts not girl socks oh girl Jim, scouts Jim I don't Moff. even know what's happening right now Jim Mafood yeah yeah yeah. Uh, just somebody to keep an eye on because I think her work is pretty sweet. She can, she has like a range of work. Like she can do this kind of work, but she also can do some kind of graffiti look, art kind of work that's becoming a little bit more popular in comics now. Uh, I thought I might find like some of her original art somewhat cheap, but then I looked her up and she was already picked up by Kirby's Comics, so it's way out of price by now. <laughs> I guess. Good story. Yeah. Um, Next. Calm down. Calm down. So that so, that's it. That's it. I guess for new comics. Um, that's it for new. We talked about Absolute Carnage number one already a, a little bit. Second print comes out next week. Some there's a couple sales of eight bucks already for it. I think it's somewhat of a high cover price though, right? It's like five ninety nine, uh, right, or something. I mean, I don't know. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't pick it up for that, but. Some people are asking about it. What do you, have you guys seen this stuff about House of X? Have you been reading House of X, Powers of X uh, at all? The uh, the new Kirkman take, trying to reboot, get some interest back in X-Men. Uh, Nico is like, oh, I don't know about X-Men. I mean, this is from the Golden Age, man. Great story, bro. The uh, Hickman run on X-Men has been good. I have not caught up. On have you read it? Either books. I read House of X and I read uh, Powers of X, but Number House ones of X are both issues. Ones, but no twos. I think the two of Powers of X I just picked up today. Yes, I think right. it came out in my mail today. Powers well, House of X. 
House, House of X number out. two came out last week, last right? Last week. I and didn't get a chance to read it. It seems to be selling for about 10 or 15 bucks for some reason. Um, Even higher. Because, well, I don't... So there's been a little buzz around it. Uh, the buzz is the character who was also... Who was in number one, Mariah, uh, it has a... Put that cover back up again. Because it, it tells... Mariah the Taggart? Yes. What the fuck do you call her? Mariah? Carrie? Yeah. M-O-I-R-A. Moira? Moira. Yes, Moira McTaggart. Moira. Yes, correct. Yeah. Uh, so you can see there's all those different images of her in the middle. That's all her different lives, basically. she, Her mutant ability is that she lives a life, responds, but remembers everything from her previous life. So basically, she just like responds and remembers everything. So she gets uh, becomes very smart pretty quickly. Um, the thing with this, it like people liked the idea of the story, but then it started coming out. Maybe he uh, Hickman copied this off of a novel that he admitted he read recently, which was um, <laughs> the fi- first fifteen lives of Harry August. Oh, Lord have mercy. So he had he had like posted that uh, I'm on vacation. I'm reading these books, and uh, then pe- people read oh. this, and they were like, "Wait a second, this is kind of similar." Oh. So I don't think anybody really cares. And he also both In, both authors really said in the world of both, I picked it first. That was my spec, not yours. Yeah. Nobody cares. Both oh authors have like said like hey what i did is not original uh and i appreciate what this other guy's doing like hickman said yeah i've read that but it's not the same and the uh, author of that book said oh that's cool um maybe they had like a different take on it they can you know i'm not mad about it whatever silly which was interesting writer fan fiction how flattering yeah. so this book is selling for upwards of 20 now for some reason i don't know why i think Partially because it's number one, House of X number one was pretty overordered with store variants and whatnot. Uh, well, yeah, one issue the, twos are usually um, they don't have half the order. Usually, with yeah. with uh, if it's a big book, issue two is going to be cut in half, like this. Uh, the other there's other books to look out for it. Issue two of this, a lot of the variants that are um, not ratio, but may they may have had like order so many, they're all selling pretty well. Number one, House of X, and number one, Powers of X, the Mark Brooks connecting variants are selling for 40 bucks, which, again, were not uh, ratio. They may have had some kind of restriction. You had to order so many. So uh, they're all, they're all seem like just you got to go on eBay because there's 50 covers for all of these. So you got to figure it out which ones are selling well. But it's definitely ones that there's certain ones to pick up. Other ones I would pick up if they're below cover, probably. Uh, the story itself, I don't know. Um, it's it's okay. I don't see, like, people are saying, like, oh, this is such a great story. There's nothing been done yet. Like, let me get into I hate when people talk about the first two issues of a comic and say, this is such a great story. You don't even know what's going on yet. Yeah, he writes complicated tales. I'm sure it's going to be good. Yeah. 
that, that is the one thing. That is the one value thing. of this thing, but yeah, exactly. And this is an event series. It goes six issues, then it goes into back into regular X types of comics. Yeah, which I think we can all agree are a little scary from what we've seen so far. You're not you're not hot for Marauders. Jesus, God have mercy. <laughs> all right, what are you hot for right now, then, Nico? Hit me with something. Uh, I mean, I don't know. You want to talk about you want to talk about some of the books that are things that I've been seeing in the market that I think are really interesting. Yeah, let's see. Yeah. Um, all right. Yeah. There's an Eternals number twelve. Uh, it was a thirty-five cent price variant. I don't know if we have a graphic for this, but no, that, we don't. We don't. God, no, you, have, you, have send, you have to send graphics in order for there to be graphics. Well, it's it's Eternals number twelve, and it says thirty-five cents. Right in the price, where yeah. some of them say thirty cents. So uh, there was a live auction on eBay for a copy with water damage and stains on the back, where the back cover was curled. I would say it was, was it original a, owner copy? I, Maybe I it was a famous owner. I, I don't. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> it was. A, <laughs> I would say it was like. A VG plus the now it presents really well. The front cover's uh, really nice, so I can see maybe somebody saying like, "This is a fine minus uh, copy," but I don't think so. Um, it sold for one hundred and thirteen bucks in that condition. There's only and, one other one listed, and it's a garbage copy too, and it's same price, one hundred twenty-five or something. Yeah, and uh, I mean, that's a book you but, should be looking for in the wild. That's a book you should check your copies uh, for. That's one um, that just, I, I think uh, the market's waiting for a halfway decent um, copy to come to market. And 12 uh, is, what's the significance of 12 again? Is, is it 12. One, sorry, <laughs> sorry to put you on the spot. Well, hold it on. Is, it is a uh, first appearance, though. Yeah, I'm trying. To th I'm trying to remember which uh, which one. What's the cover? Yeah, this is what happens. When it's I'm a blue. Playing. It's got a blue background and a big giant. Uh, uh, oh, so it's the villain. Well, you see it. Um, man, man, God. The top, no, I'm sorry. At the Eternal, top, it says Unimind. Eternals. It's the Unimind. It's the Unabomber. What? The, the Unimind. Oh, okay. Uh, that's when uh, like, first Ted Kaczynski. They all come together to form a Una. Mind. Oh, like wait, a, yeah, kind of like a unibrow. Saying... We know what Yuna means. We're not. Come on. They're like transformers. You're saying they all come together to make a one big uh, Power Rangers Transformers. Uh, Ultron. Ultron. It's a thing. So Start they all part. copied off of Eternals. So this, there is Kirby. some actually original yeah, Kirby awesome. deadness. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Hard to argue. Um, so that's interesting. Uh, another one that I think is interesting, um, and you know, people should be aware of. So we talked a lot about uh, Tomb of Dracula Ten, the first appearance of Blade, and uh, I think uh, if not on last week's podcast, certainly on last week's weekend update, we talked about how um, the mid-grade copies there was just uh, you know like uh, undercutting the lore um, that a seven five, for example, uh, tracked up at like. $1,200 and then, uh, you know, the undercutting came in and it was down to like 900 by the end of the week. Um, what I've suggested uh, are the kinds of books that you want to look at when um, 
you know, if, if you can't get in early and you got to kind of get in at when the news happens, uh, it's those at the high end or those at the very low end. That's where the opportunity is uh, because that's where there's going to be the increased buy-in on the low end. And uh, at the upper echelons uh, grades, that's where uh, people just aren't going to let go of those copies. So uh, over the course of the last year, we've seen uh, Tomb of Dracula 10 uh, basically double in price. There was a live auction for a 9.6 uh, that ended at $5,200 approximately. Now, the other one that I want to think about, and I think we do have a graphic for this, huh? Thor 169. Mm, we do. Um, <laughs> you know what's funny when you put when you put when you sent that I was like really I see this book all the time yeah um, and then I looked on eBay and maybe I put it in wrong but there was only five copies listed and I don't know why there would be five copies of a Thor book from this age there's uh, a because fucking run there's, on the center yeah I mean there there could be uh yeah, so it I talked me, about these it made issues. me kick myself. I talked about these issues uh, last week or the week before. There's basically, um, I don't know, like four <laughs> issues of uh, Thor that uh, are early Galactus appearances and that kind of get into his origin. 169, I think, is the uh, primo cover. 168 has him there in purple and pink. Uh, and it's also a pretty sharp cover. But uh, 169 uh, in high grade is the book to find if you can. Uh, this thing has gone nuts. So uh, there was a live auction for a 9.6. It ended at about 800 bucks. This book was selling for $375 on average in 2018. Uh, in fact, in June of last year, we saw a copy of this book sell for $299. Um, you know, so I, I think that these are the kinds of books that two ninety nine uh, in what grade? What grade nine was six. it? Nine, nine six, six for two ninety nine. Okay, Jeez. a year ago, a yeah. year ago. So it's um, but it's going to be triple soon. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the mar the market is trending upwards, and uh, particularly, of course, if we get an appearance. Uh, you know, or, or an inkling of an appearance of Galactus well, in an MCU film, right? Like all there needs yeah. to be is a little uh, kind of like Easter egg hint. And yeah, if he just farts or something and blows up a planet and uh, at the end of if Eternal, right? If there's a blown up planet in the Eternals, it'll be like Galactus. No, I liked wild. my I liked my plot better. No. Um, Okay, that's your, that's your own opinion. I'd go watch that movie. Um, but I think that what you want to be doing, right, is like thinking about where these books are. Um, what are these uh, kind of classic covers or classic stories that still exist um, in the bronze and silver age uh, where you can still get reasonably affordable high grade copies? Um, and if you can sink a couple of those away incrementally over time, particularly with the money you know that you make from flipping um, newer spec books, that's where there's like some real neat opportunities to like double and triple your money without doing much. Plus, if you need to divest from these books, clearly you can move a copy of that you know for three hundred dollars or a, you know what would be a comparable equivalent of that book 
now. But I would, yeah, I would say I saw, so I just went to sold listings and I saw a 5.0 for this. It was a raw, uh, somebody graded a 5.0, sold for 30 bucks. Uh, I feel like you could pick that up at a convention for cheaper than that, probably. Probably not going into like a store. You're probably not going to get one for that cheap, but uh, there's, I think there's an opportunity for that book in five oh and above to get five dollar and ten dollar deal. Well, to get them at yeah, it still at a good price. I'm not even bucks. saying, I, yeah, yeah. I'll you can get a decent. I bet you could get an eight oh for twenty bucks, maybe thirty eight. Right. You know, all that. Then you got to decide. Hey, is this worth uh, getting cleaned and pressed and sending in for grading, or do I just want to try and sell it raw, whatever? But yeah, I but will I'm say like. That's a book that I've passed over many times because it's it's very common, but the cover is badass. Yeah, yeah. don't pack, don't pass up the uh, earlier issue. It's one sixty eight. That's the other sharp one. Okay, I won't do. And it I then. think it's like one sixty two and one sixty three to get the exact numbers because I'm going to screw them up. Go look at the uh, weekend update from maybe two weeks ago, I think, or uh, yeah, and it should have them in there. So I'm done. Thank you. Uh, moving into some of your other favorite stuff. Shang, Shang Chi. Shang Chi. <laughs> Shang, That's the Shang, Chi stuff. Shang Chi recap that uh, that was up on the uh, on the website when it came out when it, when some news dropped Friday about casting for Shang Chi, or at least I won't say casting. Uh, potential like characters yeah, that will characters. be cast. Yeah, seems like they're heavy, so, like uh, they're British intelligence heavy. So it seems yeah, like they're the M one M one six, which is like James Bond kind of double uh, seven kind of. I mean, Fin Fang yeah, Foom yeah, was was yeah, uh, M I six. Fin Fang Foom is rumored, so who knows what that means? Like, is he going to be a dragon? Is he going to that? Eat that one is the one that confuses me. That's probably my biggest uh, my biggest interest right now in terms of future potential. Not for this book. This book has been exorbitant for no reason for a long time. It's also been very hard. It's a very hard to find book. I mean, Christ, um, it predates the first appearance of Doctor Strange. Like, yeah, it's a, a lot of these strange tales. But usually, these were like tryout characters that were yep. prototypes for other characters, uh, say Hulk or whomever. Yeah, here's kind of uh, what yeah, I think. This is, like the like the Spider-Man one, like a guy got bit by a spider, yeah, and then he These became are, like a twelve-story, uh, eight-legged spider. Yeah, man. Here's this kind of what I think that, that stayed the same the whole time. So I don't know if that's the reason people like it or what. Oh, I yeah, but here's what I think's going on with this, uh, or like what the good takeaway is. Um, if he's going to be in this movie, Jimmy Snake, uh, I don't like that. It's very unsettling. I feel <laughs> but yeah, hey, if he's in the movie, go on. I'm listening. I feel harassed. What movie? Sexually uh, harassed. Shang Chi. Uh, so yeah, Shang, if he's Shang in the Shang Chi movie, that means uh, pick up the fucking Mandarin's first appearance because they're not going to get they're not going to get rid of them both in one film, right? Yeah. That means Fin Fang Fin Foom becomes the uh, the big character in the first film, and the Mandarin will continue on to a sequel. I can't imagine he will get much screen time though. Yeah, unless he's like just like a he's just there. Like he could I be, think a be a creature, creature, just there. Of uh, oh, of Mandarin. 
of the Mandarin Maybe. like they did. What's, in this, what's this book? What's House of M three? It was just like I was looking up variants and I, with him on it. Yeah, that's a great one. He has ninety appearances since in the past uh, fifty years, and I just I just that one you I picked saw, some money ones, like, dude. Yeah, well, whatever. Um, the one I do want to talk about. Well, there's two. There's two I want to talk about. Uh, they are uh, Mo- where monsters dwell twenty one, which is just it's just a reprint of. Strange Tales '89. Uh, they oh, yeah, it has like a very similar past. It's they redrew it. They redrew the cover and it has a red background. Uh, yeah, how many times have this, you left those behind? That seriously? No, I always pick those up, dude. That Do that you? book has been sought after for ten years. Yeah, absolutely. I uh, never pick it up because, like I'm saying, Fing Fang Foom has been that original issue has been sought after for a long time, and people knew about this one. Um, I just, I picked a few of them up, but they're really hard to find. People usually don't have them. The other ones are, um, his second appearance is in Astonishing Tales number 23, which is volume two. Uh, you know, it, it's, the cover is the, the, the creature called it, uh, 23 Jimmy? and 24. Nope. Pennywise? Come on. Astonishing Tales. Hint. <laughs> hint. I'm listening. Uh, Go on. Hint. <laughs> okay. Oh, jeez, Louise. But he's on the cover of 24, which, are, which would be his third appearance. <laughs> I don't know if the, if any of these will do anything. He's got a he, thanks, he's Jimmy. got a lot of uh, thanks for that. Appreciate the help. He's got a lot of modern appearances. And, um, no, I'm just looking now. I I was never sent. Um, I was never sent an Astonishing Tales image. Yeah, you uh, actually put it so. up earlier when we were going What's through this. The, no, when we were going through the covers, you had no, no, no. You, you actually oh, never put mind. It up. I was sent. I was sent these. Oh, oh, right, these are what you're going on about. Oh, yes. yes, he's so fucking talented. This guy's worse than than Nico at getting that stuff. That's up. not true. <laughs> I mean, so twenty. 20, Astonishing Tales 24, obviously, is a pretty sweet cover of him fighting with the creature, the it living colossus. Uh, he's in 23 as well. Do these mean anything? No. Just books that you can pick up that are uh, more in most people's price range. Price is more yeah. They kind of feel like the Godzilla books, just looking at them. Yeah, that's what the creature is. I mean, Ping Fang Foom is like, you know, it's a, it's a giant lizard type creature i mean why i I don't understand uh i don't understand the appeal except that um godzilla is always going to be popular i think and marvel's like well we got something close to it yeah let's throw him in a movie well they had relevant well i don't know yeah maybe yeah uh so who are the other who are the other characters characters in that in the shang chi um Probably the biggest one for me is uh, Leiko Wu, Master of Kung Fu 33. Can't find this book. Drives me nuts. Um, and I, I don't think she has any relation to Shang-Chi, correct, uh, Jimmy and Nico? Um, She's she just like... like I, that's what, you go. 
I think it's like hinted that they might be like a love interest, but oh, they, you're right. They introduced you're right. like one of these other characters yeah, is rumored as her former love interest, and they're all partners. So I don't know. It, it seems like a big stretch. And then his like, oh, like a funny cop thing. So you're right. This but is, yeah, so that that's one of the. This is books. a love interest. You're correct. Yeah. The love triangle. And then, and then uh, Clive Reston is giant size master kung fu number three. Pain in the ass in high grade because it's a giant size book and it's a number three issue. I don't really have any interest in this book personally because he's just like a regular uh, guy. I don't think he, I don't think he uh, draws the ire of speculation and people wanting the book. It it's kind of like, on, a, it's kind it depends, of like a Maria right? Hill character. Yeah, but I mean, it depends on if they use him to parlay like some sort of. Uh, Oh, I they will definitely caliber kind yeah. of you know Captain Britain. Here comes you know what I mean. So if he's a recurring character in the cinematic universe, he's well cast and he's funny, uh, like a Maybe John Favreau type. Shang Chi like swoops a, in. Oh, I think I think there's definitely going to be a Favre type. It's a thing. I think there's definitely a window to uh, sell it, but uh, how Absolutely. big those window will be, who knows? I think once it's announced, then uh, that's what to get. I'd I mean, that's what the now. rumor is. Yeah, I'd buy it now and sell it immediately if I could to make a you know profit. I wouldn't hold on to it. So the and other then, uh, the other characters follow Sweet, uh, that the half brother, what sister? No, half sister of Shang Chi. This is a book that Nico's been been on for a little while. Yeah, because uh, both Master their dads, comes, both their comes dads through is number Correct. So who know, who knows? Says right on the cover there. Daughter, I, I doubt. I doubt Fu Manchu is what the name is going to be in the movie. But no. uh, we'll see how it's used. They're basically and, saying the room. The the thought is that Mandarin will be the father, not Fu Manchu. But also, this one, she uh, she becomes the the leader of M six MI six M one six MI six. Yeah, yeah. So yep. uh, it just seems like it's going to be heavy on the British intelligence angle. What what that means? Who knows? But, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, if the other book. So. Go ahead. Yeah. What? If those yeah. rumors are true, those seem to be the books. You going with uh, some British intelligence on us? I guess. Captain Britain. Canadian intelligence. No. But what? What was the other book you wanted to talk about? Oh, you put up the GI Joe book. I didn't realize this was. Uh, Nico had put this in the outline that that I, I had never realized this was a Todd McFarlane interiors. Never got, never was that in depth on that one. Um, the relevance of this currently is there's new GI Joe movie next year, and this is the first appearance of Chuckles. Uh, there's like four, three or four other characters that I I didn't even want to bother mentioning because I, I'm not really that interested in GI Joe spec, honestly. You guys, you guys care? I pick up two books. Issue one and issue whatever the silent first appearance of Storm Shadow is. 21. And then, and that's only because I never see like the last issue or the second to last issue. Right. You know what I mean? Right. I'd grab those too, but I don't even count them. Uh, these ones I throw in the G.I. Joe dollar uh, boxes. And then when people pull them out and just hand me that, I'm like, oh, cool, you found the McFarlane issue. Do you want the whole box? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's my GI Joe spec. It's I, crazy I that about it. Like it's crazy as as expensive as the action figures are. The original action figures. That, not the, this the, one. The comics have never done 
Dude, I looked up Chuckles. Well, I mean, his action figure on a card it was like one hundred and twenty nine dollars or something. The first one's a lot of money for the first one's gone away. Where it sells well and then it doesn't sell well. But so I think this is a good one to buy. I mean, the other ones are probably good books to be looking for because they're you'll find them cheap in the wild and sell them them online. So look up new GI Joe movie characters or something. But I I mean, the the Channing Tatum GI Joe movie was trash, right? So who knows how big the franchise really is um i I don't know but the last movie had the rock and bruce willis right if you hear people talk about who cares if you hear people talk about these like action there's plenty of gi joe uh, people conventions and like the amount of money that they spend on uh like loose figures and like you know like i had myself turned into a gi joe and i Dude, there's uh, there's an Which opportunity to. Which I, character did you go for, Baroness? Like a real doll, GI Joe. You're, oh, you're like one of those. I don't know, dude. I, I mean, I don't know, but they Which, but they do this. Um, I think there's money to be made on GI Joe books, uh, but I would stick to like one newsstand nine eights, uh, high high grade Storm Shadow first appearances, and now you know high high grade copies of these first appearances of the various characters. And if I don't uh, know what the Chuckles one has McFarlane too, yeah. that's the standout. It's a win. I don't know what the uh, Storm Shadow one normally goes for. I saw a nine eight just sold for fourteen hundred. Or no, was, I'm sorry, somebody was asking that it wasn't sold. I don't, dude. There was a, that's a, a hard, live auction. That's a hard one book in nine eight though. Yeah, there was a live auction. It's in one of the weekend updates, but it was over a grand, um, and that was in the last month or so. And uh, I've frankly never seen a, a an auction figure for a newsstand of that um, Storm Shadow issue in nine eight. Yeah, it's a tough book, definitely. And it, mm. people don't know that there's three printings of it. <laughs> um, so Jeff Loeb did an interview with Deadline. Uh, there was a few like pieces of news that came out of that. Uh, you want to talk about that a little bit, Nico? Yeah, um, so I thought it was really interesting. Um, probably the biggest takeaway is that the Marvel TV division is now separate and distinct from Disney Plus. Um, he was really explicit about that. Uh, that's something that is contrary to what has been said in, uh, recently by Bob Iger and others, which is uh, Kevin Feige oversees all of Marvel television and film. So I don't know um, exactly what that means. If that means that like uh, Loeb and company have creative freedom to uh, utilize characters that uh, you know they've been granted by Feige uh, if the universes are separate and independent or what, but um, that's really interesting. Uh, he used uh, the language Marvel Knights, which is uh, also really interesting because uh, you know certainly it, it has given new hope to uh, people who believe that Daredevil and Iron Fist and Luke Cage, and Jessica Jones uh, will have uh, a future on uh, the small screen or uh, the big screen. Uh, it's also given people um, some hope that they may see Sentry on Hulu. Uh, one of the other things oh. in the uh, Deadline interview is that they're now referring to Hellstrom, Ghost Rider, and Spirits of Vengeance as Adventures into Fear. I don't even understand what that means. But when he said that, <laughs> 
it was just like, oh, well, okay, that's great. And on to the next question. And I'm just like, really? That's No, he kind of explained it. He said, not really. Well, I'm glad that Jimmy was confused too. Yeah, because if you understand it, tell us. Yeah, what I got out of it was uh, he's saying that they have Hellstrom and Ghost Rider. Um, They brought back Robbie Reyes, uh, the same actor that was in uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, they got Satana, or they're just going to call her Anna. We talked about this before, like how they're dumbing down all of the Satanic sides of this. But what he basically said is it's not a – we don't want to call it horror. We want to call it – You don't want to call uh, it horror, what? Yeah, they don't want to call it like horror. Uh, oh, the horror. Spirits of vengeance. Horror. Oh, okay. Horror. Oh. They want to call it fear. They don't want to call it uh, – they want it to be something different. It's – it's going to be scary. It's scary. They're it's not horror. Not slasher. Film. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, but I thought it was, it, I thought the, the two things he said, what you brought up was, he said he wants to call this uh, Hellstrom and, and Ghost Rider stuff, uh, the, their adventures, Adventure into Fear series, which Adventure into Fear is not just like a, something made up out of thin air. That's the, there is a comic line called that. Not that it relates especially, but it was interesting. And then the Marvel Knights, what I took from what he said about Marvel Knights was these are the, they were calling them their street team characters. Uh, and he was referring to the Netflix characters, Daredevil, Punisher, Luke Cage, Jessica Jones. He was calling them the street team people, which is what Marvel Knights basically was, the people who were, in the back alleys, uh, stopping crime in the comic books. So Marvel Knights came in 2008 is when they started doing the Marvel Knights uh, series branding. So like Punisher, Daredevil. Uh, you mentioned uh, uh, Sentry was under Marvel Knights, which was uh, interesting. I hadn't thought about that angle. But there, what about but, Black Widow, Yelena Belova? Black Widow. So we just talked about. Um, yeah the the separation and now we're independent and now we're together and hey so the uh marvel knights uh branding started in 98 and then in 2000 is when they actually released the marvel knights miniseries which it was consisted of daredevil punisher cloak and dagger black widow and shang chi uh, is there anybody there that has not been or is not <laughs> scheduled to be in any type of uh, movie or TV? Right. Uh, it, very, very interesting that he just used that out of the blue. I thought uh, the so they're the first appearance of the Marvel Knights. They're not named. It's one of those kind of things like Gotham City Sirens, where they're not. They don't get in a room and say, "Now we're the Marvel Knights." Uh, Marvel Knights number one came out in two thousand. There's a couple previews and sketchbooks that are titled Marvel Knights, like uh, Marvel Knights Sketchbook, Marvel Knights Tour Edition. Those are in reference to the the miniseries that came out in 98, like um, Inhumans and Daredevil and whatnot. They don't revolve around the team. So I'm I'm going to pick up a couple Marvel Knights number one if I can find them just for cheap. Yeah, I, I actually have been picking those up. Um... And I still don't think they'll go anywhere. And when somebody asked me, Keith, ironically, like, why'd you pick that book? I was just like, oh, no, I don't think it's good stuff. Uh, I can't, can't tell you, bro. 
Yeah, well, I don't think it's a good spec. I mean, uh, and uh, I still, I think it's a lot better spec now, but I still don't know. It was kind of like uh, a real long shot that that could do something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The book, I, I don't I'm know that it'll do about, anything, but. The book I'm curious about is that uh, Wizard Yelena Belova, because they're still cheap. Yeah. I see them and Wizard? pass them up, and I just wonder how many are out there and in high grade. I, I got to look at the census and see what those are, are doing on the CGC census. I doubt there's any even great, maybe a couple. Yeah, Wizard, there's, a, lo there's a lot of bad nothing for that Black Pan or uh, Black Widow movie. All like Marvel, like Marvel already. Knights, Marvel Knights uh, Wave Two preview came in a Wizard price guide. Uh, why is there bad mouthing like. about that Black Widow? I haven't heard this. The movie. Yeah, I'm, uh, I think uh, people. I think there's a, a lot of anticipation for it, honestly. Uh, Nico went into a store and some guy was like, Hey, you hear about this Black Widow movie? And then, like, that was that's why he's all thinks no, like he's like, Did you know that they're making a movie where oh, a woman is starring in a Marvel movie? And Nico's like, Dude, it was Captain Marvel. He's like, No, that's a man. Oh, well, you mean Shazam? Was, he was like, I need to speak to your manager. Damn. But yeah, what's what's negative people? What, 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 oh, what, yeah, what uh, are you hearing? I don't, and again, I I didn't. Um, I've just heard up. the rumblings. No, uh, but there's a suggestion that like uh, the screenwriter doesn't want Black Widow to have guns. That uh, the film well, they're, they're filming it already, right? Yeah, it's yeah, I mean, probably it's the, probably close to done. Yeah, so what, what, it is what, done. What would this? So, oh, it's they're done filming. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, like, about so what, the what, like, any of this stuff. That, uh... Is the, it everything written? They could take the guns out CGI and just use their, like... Pew, 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 pew. Like in Austin Powers? Yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. Uh, but anyway, so, like, uh... And I don't know if this is uh, sort of like the same kind of voices that uh, were hot and bothered about uh, Captain Marvel... Or if these are like unique critiques or what, um, but I, I'm just wondering. You know, they indicated that like it's not rooted in the comics. That um, uh, the director or the screenwriter has indicated that like this is a unique story, not based on uh, any stories in the comics. Which that's not really no Marvel movies are. Yeah, I mean that's not really like a, a thing. The that, Infinity Gauntlet, which doesn't even revolve around the Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah, I mean it's not really a mature series. critique. But the point is, they're making a lot of noise, and I'm hearing um, people whose voice I, I generally listen to and uh, find pretty thoughtful, echoing these same sorts of fears. And I'm just wondering now, like, should I take a look at them, uh, or is this again uh, sort of like the same sorts of, of stuff that we saw with Captain Marvel, which I thought was like a pretty decent film. I mean, it wasn't like um, Forrest Gump, but... Uh, it, it didn't It didn't hold my action. attention, personally. Yeah, I mean, it was watchable, though. The, scr the right. scrolls part was the most interesting part, I thought. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. David Harbour's going to be in it. I'm excited about that. I like David Harbour. His book oh, is yeah, trending yeah. up, incidentally. Uh, it's it's doing well right now. Um, yeah, I, mine, I sold mine too early. Buy. I don't know it's a good time to buy. I think it's like selling a little bit higher than it should be right now, which is uh, Avengers 45, correct? First Red Guardian? 43. 43? Yeah, but it's trending up. Um, I try to grab them in the wild again. I think you're going to I saw it on a lot of walls 
last weekend. And uh, the copies I saw were garbage. Yeah. It's not an easy book uh, in high grade. Uh, no no book from that age, I would say, is an easy book in high grade. But Not at all. Do you want to talk about some of the observations you had at uh, Botacon in Pittsburgh? I... I just uh, my my observations were uh, people want the people want to see the the real nice uh, older books. Nobody wants to buy them at the prices. Um, I watched some conversations between dealers. I bought I bought a first Mandarin at a price that I thought was where I wanted to buy it uh, six months ago. Because there was has been rumors about Mandarin for a while. Yeah, you did really well. I thought, and you know, I bought a book that I thought was probably okay. I, I, I'm not real happy about it, but it's fine. I got one. I haven't. I've been looking for that long, and I haven't seen one at all. It's not an easy Let book to find. Repeat, uh, again, because I witnessed this whole transaction. Sleepy did really well. Uh, that book is impossible <laughs> to find in higher grade condition than. Uh, he purchased it in without spending several thousand dollars, and yeah. don't let his humility fool you. <laughs> when he said, I, don't like, I got it at the I price like, I would have bought it six months ago. Yeah, that's the I'm most cheap. accurate thing he said about his <laughs> But I saw people like, uh, you know, I was at one dealer's table who I bought a couple uh, real, you know, I bought a couple two dollar books off of. Um, he had a slabbed uh, Batman. I don't know the number off the top of my head. The Joker one, Neil Adams Joker one, where he's uh, the Joker's real big. He's throwing the cards. Is it two thirty-five? Where he's throwing the cards out. Um, seventy-one. I think no. Two seventy-one. Oh, two seventy-one could be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, I mean, the guy. The, another dealer came out to him. He's like, "Oh, you bought that from the guy that was selling it. What'd you buy it for?" And he so like five hundred, and he had a price of six fifty on his wall for it. And I'm looking at like, you bought this for your. You're trying to make 150 bucks on a $500 investment. I mean, that's not a book I'm going to buy at that price. To try to flip it for 150 bucks. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not, not every comic guy that I buy, I'm trying to flip, but I do want to always buy stuff at a lower price so that I can either put in my collection or save some room to sell it later. It just seemed like a real small profit margin to me. So that was kind of my takeaway. Uh, I, I did find something, but it took me walking around. Uh, how many dealers do you think were there? 80? Oh, you mean how many, like, comic dealers total. were there? Well, just total deal. Yeah, I mean comics. Yeah, because there, uh, there were, you know, a hard 100 people that were selling beef jerky. and uh, <laughs> There was a fudge guy. Yeah, like, uh, I just, bought some Swedish fish. Oh my god! So ridiculous, dude. I believe um, it. Um, you guys had fun, um, Sounds like you guys had a good time. Oh, yeah, no, we always. I was there for three we, hours, like, dude. Sneak you out of Canada just what, to I would have invited you. Ask people. It would be. <laughs> yeah. It would be like the highlight of my fucking year, actually. <laughs> but I think that I think that was all we had though for for this episode, right? Am yeah, I wrong? That's about it. Meh. Yeah. So, thanks for tuning in. Uh, you can catch us on uh, Comic Book Wars and, and ComicBookSpeculation.com. Uh, we're now on Spotify and a bunch of other things, so check the Facebook. links. Facebook, uh, yeah, and Facebook. So, thanks again, and we'll uh, catch you next play next week, uh, same place, same time, probably. Okay, bye now.
Very nice. 